make the bad man stop. Oh, the bad man will never stop because I'm getting under people's skin. I love it. This is Tim. This is Online Big Blue. This is bringing you the best in New York Giants sports talk entertainment. Uh, I want to talk about DJ Moore. It's not going to happen. I mean, you you can you can rub the DJ Moore stone, hold it close, cuddle it, put it underneath your pillow, and it's still going to be there in the morning because he is not coming to the Giants. And and I'm not saying that because of the fact that um, I, I, I'm saying this because of the fact that I want to talk about realistic opportunities for the Giants to go out and get a player. I think it's a waste of breath to speak about a player that is never going to be coming to the Giants because there is multitudes of reasons why this 24-year-old wide receiver who's topped 1,000 yards in each of each season since 2019, over 1,100 yards each season, is not coming to the Giants. And it's it's and it's I I see it all over social media and it's killing me. I almost did a two for two Tuesday because of the fact that it is literally killing me. Everyone knows, and I've talked about this before, that I I have friends that work around the, the Carolina organization. These are the same friends that told me 24 hours before it happened, you can go back and watch the video, that Matt Rule was who just got fired, was going to be the head coach of the um of the Carolina Panthers and he was not coming to the Giants told me a full 24 hours before it was even announced. So these same, same people I reached out to yesterday and I said, Hey, listen, no, you know, November 1st deadlines coming around soon, come around that corner. You know, are, are you guys looking, you know, and of course he's never going to tell me the full story cause that would be stupid. But I said, you know, rumors, you guys are going to be trading, you know, Brian Burns, DJ Moore and Christian McCaffrey. And I laughed because he, he didn't even answer the question. He just laughed. <laughs> he just laughed. And he, go, he goes, yeah, we hear that too. And then he just laughed again. And it was funny though because we kind of had a conversation and he never, he never said yes, he never said no, but he said, why would we dismantle the core of our team? Why? Now you have to, the Giants' biggest need right now, if they're going to continue winning is going to have to be, they're going to need to open up the offense somewhat because you're going to get people putting seven, eight in the box, trying to stop Saquon. They're going to, you are, you are going to have people dare the giants to throw. And I I laugh because, you know, we're, we're never allowed to say anything about Daniel Jones because you know why it's my quarterback. And if you guys do that, man, it's unfair. That's right. It'll be unfair to criticize Daniel Jones because he's, he's above criticism. But they're not moving the ball down the field, the Giants. They're not. They're not moving it down with any fluidity. And if you get a good, strong team that's strong against the run and they stop Saquon, you're going to have to go to the pass. It's just plain and simple. So the logical explanation is, well, we got to find ourselves a wide receiver. I think we have wide receiver talent on the roster. I think Wyndell Robinson has talent if he can ever get on the field. I think Kadarius Tony, while he is not the most proficient of route runners, because we've talked about it a million times before, scouts that scouted him coming out of the draft said his route running ability is unique. And usually the word unique when is in reference to route running is not a good thing because he's not a very good route runner. He's not. So you would think logically you'd want to go get a wide receiver. So everyone's passion, everyone's everyone's mindset for giant fantasy land. <laughs> Welcome to fantasy Island would be DJ Moore. Now the first thing that would preclude the giants from going to get more. Yes, there's, there's more than one. There's more than one thing. Carolina just extended him 
this year, three years, $61 million. Okay, right. And now he's under his con he's under his current contract right now. But if you extend somebody this year for three years, 61 million, there is major cap ramifications, not only for the Giants, but for the Carolina Panthers. So for just a moment's sake, let's let's take a look at the cap ramifications for the Panthers. Right now, he is on his rookie deal, or I, I should say he's on his, his, yeah, his rookie, I believe it's his rookie contract, uh, which is paying him $6 million, dead cap number of $6 million. But he's got a dead cap number of almost $40 million because of the contract, because he signed the contract extension this year. Now he does have now DJ does have a potential out after two years, but you're looking at 2023, 2024, a total cap hit of 35 million. And then it drops down to 10 million in 2024. So though the giants are taking on the contract, the giants are taking on the contract. So the giants in reference to the cap would be taking on the $25 million cap hit in 2023. We've talked about this before. The Giants have about 50 million right now in cap space. You slot out 10 immediately for your draft class. That's gone. And then you're stuck. You have about 40 and you have the Leonard Williams fiasco of a contract, but so they do not have the ability to absorb a $25 million cap hit. They don't. Now it gets, it becomes more manageable of course in 2024, which is only $20 million. But logistically, it's not possible for the Giants to move that deal for next year. There would have to be so much chicanery just to get under the cap. Now, the first thing people are going to say is, well, you get, you get rid of Kenny G in 2023. Well, that's great. You get rid of, Ka- you get rid of, Ka- you get rid of Kenny G. You, that, that, is, that is a possibility because in 2023, he has only $4.5 guaranteed. There's a $21 million cap number. His June, his pre, his pre June first dead cap number, you know, if you're going to be looking at well, you're going to be looking at anywhere. Now, see, here's the problem because contractually, it's going to expand over two years. If you do a post June first cut with Kenny G, you're going to you're going to save seven million. Are you going to have seven almost eight million of dead cap space this year and thirteen next year? That's if you do a post. June 1st. If you do a pre-June 1st with Kenny G, you're going to have a 10 million, uh, excuse me, pre, yeah, let's, uh, what is, what is the, uh, where's the cut? The 10, if you do a pre-June 1st, you're looking at a $14 million dead cap number this year and six and a half million or 6.7 million last year, next year in 2024. So yes, while that'll help absorb some of that money, you're also looking at a $14 million cap hit, dead cap number, this year, if it's like I said, pre, and if it's post, you're looking at seven and a half this year and thirteen point five in 2024. Dable Shane does not want to move his cap number. He's already said this. He already seems upset that he had to have a voidable year for Leonard Williams in 2024. That he's not going to be here, and we are going to have to still pay him that salary. So right now, if you take a look at the cap space situation. For 2023, you would think immediately you are not going to want to take your 50 million and then <laughs> and then take 25 million of that plus your 10. So that's 35 million and only have 15 million dollars left in cap space. People are going to say, well, Tim, I'm also looking at the numbers from the dead cap numbers. So it's 61 million. Your, your numbers are wrong. No, my numbers are not wrong. 
There is one thing that we get consistently right on this channel, and people can hate me for it because I don't, but I really don't care. Is the cap? I have been I have been off maybe a hundred thousand each way with my cap numbers the last two years because of the fact that I've said it before. Tim can do math. I own a calculator, and these websites don't they do, they don't take into consideration certain parameters of the cap and certain certain issues with the cap. There are spreadsheets that they basically just plug in. You got to go a little bit deeper. I, I am probably the only YouTuber in, in, in Giants land who, sat, who has sat in on cap meetings. I am probably the only one that's done that. So there's a different, you, you can't just look at the cap from posting, putting in a number from a contract. You have to look at a lot of the other aspects. You got to look over the rollover money. You got to look at the dead cap space money. You got you to look at the money that's being shifted around. So you're not going to take 25 million of his contract plus your 10 million, 10 and a half, almost 11. It depends on where they finish. So you're going to take about $35 million of your cap space. And even if you tell me you have 60 million, which we don't, that only leaves you with $25 million. The anchor of the Leonard Williams contract, the anchor of the Adore Jackson contract, the anchor of, in some ways, the Sterling Shepard contract, which we're going to, which we are going to get out of. But then the other thing you got to look at in reference to the cap is that 60 million that people are talking about, even though it's 50, there's only 39 players under contract. You need 53 to fill a roster. So you're only going to have 25 million in cap space to field, to field a team. And then you also have to look at potentially signing Saquon Barkley. This is why I tell people you you and like I said you can you can debate me all you want whether Daniel Jones is a game manager. You could debate me whether you want he's a franchise quarterback. He's not going to be back next year. If you look at the cap, it does not it does not it, there's no conducive way to bring him back with the cap we still have next year. There's no way unless he takes an extremely team friendly contract. You have to remember, aren't we have the maturing contracts of both Andrew Thomas? That con- we have the we have the fifth year option for a sexy Dexy. You know your your contracts are getting more and more for the likes of Kadarius Tony, because he'll be going into year three. You have maturing contracts of your rookies, Xavier McKinney, who doesn't have a big cap number, but he's going to be looking for a payday coming up soon. And that's what you have. That's what you have to look at as a team. But for the fact that he just signed a three-year, sixty-one million dollar contract, which included a seventeen, excuse me, a nineteen million dollar signing bonus and forty-one point six of guaranteed money, with an average salary of twenty million, DJ more that is, the Panthers aren't going to take a forty-one million dollar cap hit trading him after. They, the reason why they take the forty-one million dollar cap hit this year if they get rid of him is because of the fact that he just signed the contract this year. This isn't Madden. That money will be on the books for them this year. Cause it's guaranteed. It then rolls out over the next couple years after this. Cause what they do is what they don't want teams to do is just sign these guys to big, huge contracts and then move them. They have to have some, they have to have some penalty for teams that do that. So that's that's I mean right off right off the bat contractually you look at that you're like well it's it's not going to happen. 
Second of all, why are you going to, why are you going to trade a 25-year-old linchpin who has been productive for you to move him to another team for a second round draft choice? It doesn't make sense. You still need talent. The biggest issue that they have over with the Panthers is the quarterback situation. If you're going to move anyone, it makes more sense to move Christian McCaffrey. That makes more sense. It does make sense to move Brian Burns, but like I said, a lot of like I said, my friend told me it ain't happening. It's not happening. You have a core unit, you're, and he's only 25 years old, DJ Morris. You're not going to move on for him just because of the fact that you're not winning right now. It's your quarterback that is the situation that is the issue right now. Baker Mayfield, who you know, like I said, I thought Baker Mayfield was going to excel in Carolina because I thought he was that type of quarterback. Evidently, he's not. I was wrong about that. I don't think Sam Darnold's the guy either, but Sam Darnold at least played well enough when they had him and McCaffrey in the backfield. But it ju- it just it doesn't. If you want to, if you're a Giants fan and you want to make sense of maybe going out and getting a wide receiver, and if you want to go out and get a wide receiver and you want to get him from the Panthers. You know, you you may want to take a look at someone like Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson's going to be 30. He's got an out in 2023. Yeah, he's got the $20 million cap dead hit number this year, but he's only nine. He's only got a $9 million cap dead cap number, of course, that the Panthers releasing, but he's got a $21 million cap hit in 2023. You know, he the problem with that contract also is his contract was restructured. So they could sign DJ Moore. So he's got a five million dollar restructure bonus. So, like I said, it would you can then actually extend if you brought him over from the Giants, you could actually then extend him, Robbie Anderson, and you could move out some of that money, and you can move around some of that guaranteed money. Someone like Robbie Anderson makes more sense, even though he's going to be on the wrong side of thirty in twenty twenty four, but he'll be an unrestricted free agent. And if you move some of the money into twenty, like I said, you could do something similar, like you did with Leonard Williams. You could take some of the, you know, you can, you can move around some of the guaranteed money and move out some of the bonus money. It makes more sense. Everyone wants to have that pie in the sky. It's free agent signing, that pie in the sky, you know, trade. But you know, I, I just find the fact that you should, you should at least have it make sense. You should at least take a look at the full parameters and like I said, him signing a three-year, $61 million extension this year automatically pretty much precludes him from getting traded. If, if, the, if the Panthers would like to... It's the same thing we did with Odell and how we wrecked the cap with Odell. We gave Odell that big cap, big contract, and then traded him, and we wrecked the cap doing it. It's a cautionary tale. And I think it's a cautionary tale that other teams need to learn or probably have learned from that the Giants have done and the Giants have done a couple times in the last 15 years. Signing these big name contracts and then dumping them to the dumping them at the point where it hurts and where it hurts the team and where it hurts the organization. The Giants best hope is fi- is finding someone on a lower end deal, a one year deal, or some finding someone who's this is this is their this is their last year, on your last year of the contract. That makes more sense. 
I just love it though because people are like, well, we're going to get DJ Moore. Did anyone ask the Panthers <laughs> if they were moving DJ Moore? Because the Panthers had a, had a, had a theory, had a thought process. They did because they rule was in the hot seat since training camp. Since the end of last year, he's been on the hot seat. So they had an idea that maybe Rule might not be around this year, at the, you know, sometime fully through either this year or into 2023. They, they must have had a feeling about it. So they, they, they probably went into signing that contract, giving that contract with that in mind because they need to have, like the Giants need to have building blocks. Like the Giants have Andrew Thomas, Kayvon Thibodeau, Evan Neal, Dexter Lawrence, they have Graham Gano. They have a core unit of building blocks that they are going to use to help push this team for the next five to eight years. And the Carolina Panthers are doing the exact, excuse me, I left out Xavier McKinney. There's a lot of players I left out, but that's what we need to look at. And this is why a lot of times I just ask people, especially if you're posting stuff on social media, and it's all, and I understand it's always about the click, the clicks, the likes, the bleeps, and the boops. I get that. I really do. I'm probably the only one that doesn't care about that. I, I always joke. I used to joke and tell people all the time. I said I like. I only started posting stuff on like YouTube and Twitter because this was some, this was someone else's idea to make this channel, and that and that person quit after doing one episode, and we never even aired the episode. But I already did all the legwork, so I just thought, hey, you know, let's 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 just throw it up there and see what happens. But it's it's one of it's it's one of those things that when I went into doing this, I went into doing this with the thought process of I want to give the most accurate, realistic information that I can, not just about the Giants, not just about the NFL, but things like the salary cap, things like contracts, because I do have it's it's older experience now because it's been a long, long time, but I have experience in some of these things. And maybe that's why my cap numbers are always off. Or if they're off, they're only off by a hundred thousand, you know, either way. I complained about the salary cap for how long last year about this year and how it was going to and And I believe I mentioned all the time, it was going to be a difficult situation this year and potentially parts of 2023. And that, you know, and I loved, I loved it when, when Shane took the job and the first thing he said was, you know, the salary cap is going to be challenging because it is. And it's still going to be challenging in 2023 because decisions need to be made. Contracts need to be reworked, but they have to have it done in a way that is not going to hurt the team over the next couple of years. And like I said, yes, you could pretend there's not 60 million, but you could tell me, yo, all the websites say 60 million. It's not 60 million. It's like 52 point something million. I forgot my exact numbers, but you could say that all the time. But remember this 10 and a half to 11 goes right to rookie contracts. You still have to resign Saquon because you have to resign. If Saquon keeps doing this and he runs for 2000 yards, you got to resign Saquon. But at that point in time, you've already given yourself less than $20 million in total salary cap with 39 total contracts, and you can't give 25 million of that to one player at a wide receiver when you are still trying to work out what you're going to do with Kenny G. And we've already gone over the Kenny G numbers. I think that's, you know what? I think, and I think that is the best way to end this video. And again, this is Tim with the Online Big Blue, bringing you the best in New York Giants sports talk entertainment. And as always, if you could like, if you subscribe, if you're ringing that bell, you're going to be awesome.